0: Coming up tonight, the relatively quiet community of St. Andrew's Beach Estates, the scene of the latest brutal broad daylight murder. We've got the details of homicide number 21 for the year. Plus, calls for collaboration. The opposition leader criticizes the government's crime-fighting plan while calling for a partnership. And later, we reveal the first winner for the Our Love Story Valentine's Giveaway. Stay tuned to see if you'll be our lucky recipient. These stories and so much more as our news weekend starts now. This is our news weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Megan Shepard. Another brazen broad daylight shooting. Another suspect on bail is dead. And police look for another set of suspects. We begin tonight with an all too familiar story. A man waiting for trial for firearm possession with an electronic monitoring bracelet is dead. The victim of a shooting this morning in St. Andrews Beach Estates. Our Jean Joseph picks up the story from here.
1: This is a brazen daylight shooting. Um, it is alarming for us, but again, we remain relentless, we remain focused, and we're going to do exactly what we are mandated to do.
2: Police Inspector Desri Ferguson briefing the press on the search for four armed suspects they believe are responsible for the Saturday morning homicide in the Yamakura Beach Estates community. Sources confirm Courtney Belton is the victim. Police say the suspect was ambushed with high-powered weapons by four men in a dark-colored Japanese vehicle. According to police, he was hit in a barrage of bullets fired into his vehicle. His wounds were fatal, which allowed emergency medical personnel to pronounce him dead on the scene. Belton was on bail for firearm possession. With another homicide on record and an increasingly fearful public, Inspector Ferguson attempted this reassurance.
1: Always be vigilant, always be aware. Your Royal Bahamas Police Force remains relentless in our approach. We're going to do our endeavor best to ensure that every citizen of this Bahamas feels safe.
2: Director of Communications in the office of the Prime Minister, Latre Ramming, who lives nearby, spoke to stricter bail measures and a clampdown on illegal weapons as government's answers to the crisis. The government made, remains relentless in its approach, as outlined, and this is a summer moment for all involved in the community. Uh, we want to say that the, the Prime Minister had indicated that, particularly on the issue of bail, that we will continue to tighten those parameters. Uh, as you can see, the concern remains high-powered weapons, but would obviously with would used in this incident and so we'll continue to work along with our international partners to ensure that our our, those things coming into the borders that we're able to tighten up there reporting for our news i'm gene joseph
0: a fishing trip ends in tragedy friday night police say it happened around 7 on our key when the victim fell overboard from a barge he was trapped between the seawall and barge crew members from a nearby vessel tried to help with a crane But by the time they pulled his body from the water, he was already dead. Police are also holding a 22-year-old for a shooting that also caused a multiple car crash. It happened around 4 p.m. Friday on Marathon Road when police say the occupants of a small Japanese car fired multiple times at a gray Honda. The driver of that Honda, a 24-year-old male, was hit in the torso. Police say he then lost control and crashed into a white vehicle driven by a 52-year-old male. That driver then hit a motorcycle ridden by a 17-year-old male. Both drivers were injured and taken to hospital by ambulance. The 52-year-old man was treated and discharged. The 24-year-old shooting victim, who was driving the Honda, was also treated and discharged. A police officer struck by a motorist this week, raising concerns about the safety of traffic police. Inspector Thomas McIntosh was struck by a motorist in a routine traffic stop national security minister wayne monroe reminding drivers of the importance of paying attention while on the streets especially in cases where police officers involved with traffic stops
3: in the
4: u.s you always hear the admonition if you see a police officer with a vehicle pulled over you move over a lane we can't do that here but slow down these officers when they leave home wish to return their families wish for them return to return and so we would ask the the motoring public um, to be aware of the presence of our police officers who are doing their duty.
0: They are all the same. That's how opposition leader Michael Pintard is describing government's recent crime-fighting plan. The free national movement's leader was asked to respond to the series of initiatives announced by the government recently to try and address crime. While on his way to parliament, he told reporters, it's time for the government to collaborate a lot more on this crime issue.
3: All stakeholders, I believe, are prepared to pull their weight faith-based organizations, non-governmental organizations, the opposition, private sector, etc. But it would be wonderful to have uh, a prime minister and cabinet that's focused on pulling together all of the various strategies and working in a cohesive way. Uh, And again, we don't have that at this point.
0: It was just Monday when Prime Minister Philip Davis along with Police Commissioner Clayton Fernander held a joint press conference where the Prime Minister called for more businesses to partner with police to use a facial recognition as a means of identifying criminals. Pintard also telling reporters his leadership team also plans on meeting with the commissioner to share their suggestions.
3: We are looking forward to the discussion where we'll address a wide range of issues, uh, focus on slowing the the bloodshed, whether it's in our homes, on our streets, uh, in our schools. Well,
0: another busy week for police with several new and ongoing murder investigations. The double-digit murder count for the year also drawing another travel advisory, this time from our neighbors all the way north in Canada. Back here, the debate rages as the calls for capital punishment grow louder. Rastafarian priest Richmond McKinney joining the list of individuals to publicly give support to the resumption of capital punishment, though he admits there is still no community Community consensus on the issue
1: for myself personally I feel as though if you kill a one you take a life um, it's a big challenge you should lose your life also
0: the spiraling crime problem and a public outcry forcing government to put forward a recent crime-fighting plan, which includes amendments to the bail, bail Act. While there was also a community policing strategy announced by the Prime Minister in that plan, McKinney believes the Rastafarian community can play a role in where young people are concerned.
1: We feel though so we could also play an important role in helping to... Um, um, um connect with the young youths concerning crime and how to really go about solving um, anger and anger management and how we could go about um, helping the situation.
0: Well, cooler temperatures this week. As to what you can expect over the weekend, meteorologist Ian McKinsey joins us from the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Ian.
3: Thanks, Megan, and good evening, Bahamas. Here's a look now at your Saturday forecast. We're outside our studios. Under mostly clear skies with a temperature of 70 degrees. Our winds are from the east-southeast at 7 miles per hour, but a comfortable feels-like temperature of 71. Taking a look now at our temperatures across the country at this time in our nation's second city, Freeport, we have 70, 68 in Marsh Harbor, a set of 69s in Great Harbor Key in Governor's Abbey Luthor, 70 in the Capital, a pair of 71s in Alastang, Bimini, and Nicholstown, Andres. For the Central Bahamas, we have 68 in Camp Bay, 75 in Georgetown, Exuma. Trio of 70s in Dedmund Ski, Coburn Town, San Salvador, and Arthurstown, Kid Island. For the southeast Bahamas, we have 65 in Duncantown, Town, a pair of 72s in Colonel Hill and Delectable Bay, Acklands, 76 in Mathew Town, in Inagua, and a pair of 74s in Abrahams Bay and Providentialis, Turks, and Caicos. Taking a first look now at our satellite and radar imagery where we have a trailing moisture, and this is all associated with a low pressure system well to our northeast. However, we are looking at a complex low pressure system. This system is taking shape and it should drive a cold front through our area sometime late Sunday into Monday, but it also generates some hazardous boating and beaching conditions as it pulls to the northeast. Stick around for extended forecast. We'll tell you more about this system straight ahead.
0: Still to come on our news weekend, potential pilot problems. The leading airline is seeking to avoid a pilot shortage. We've got the details on a possible solution. Plus, trying to understand more about Alzheimer's and dementia. Those details coming up when Our News Weekend returns. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you
1: need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online from hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers. Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771.
0: While Bahamas Air executives work to get passengers in seats in the cabin, they're facing another challenge with keeping pilots in cockpits. The airline has a complement of 65 pilots, many of whom are set to retire this year, which could ultimately lead to a pilot shortage. One possible solution is to increase the age of retirement. The airline's managing director, Tracy Cooper, recently acknowledging it's still an ongoing concern they're trying to address through negotiations.
3: Bahamas Air is actually still, management is still uh, in conversations with the pilots. Uh, We think we are uh, getting closer uh, to getting the matter resolved. It isn't fully resolved at this time, but we are still in dialogue with them.
0: This while the airline tries to introduce new aircrafts and new routes, cut operational costs, and stave off increasing competition on existing routes. But Cooper gives his assurance increasing the pilots' retirement age in the fastest possible time remains high on their agenda.
3: It's always good to have uh, a good handshake across the table uh, with all of the stakeholders, uh, in this case the pilots, um, they're a very integral part of the organization. As you know, we can't fly the planes without them. And so um, it is always good that we could, and we've always done it in the past, being able to come to, at the end of the day, uh, an agreement that is beneficial to both them and to the allies.
0: An annual symposium on Alzheimer's and dementia is set to return in a few weeks. And organizers in Grand Bahama say it will offer engaging sessions on key aspects of brain health. During a press conference at Ocean View Retirement Home, symposium consultant Dr. Pamela Ettax says the disease is too common to ignore.
5: Of course, Alzheimer's disease, as you know, is just a branch of what we call dementia. Dementia is something that is a factor of growing older, and it's something that will and might, or might and will, affect all of us. And so we all have to be aware of it.
0: The fifth annual Alzheimer's and dementia symposium is slated for March 2nd and will be virtual. It's also being backed by Ocean View Retirement Village. Here's why Dr. Etuk says it's important to attend.
5: So this symposium. Reaches out to the community as a whole. And we want you to join because you are part of this community. There's no stepping back and saying that doesn't concern me. Each and every one of us, if we look, knows somebody who is suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. And so it is through knowledge that we gain an insight how better we handle those persons who are near and dear to us and how we improve our society.
0: When our news comes back from the break, these Grand Bahama High School students are taking a second look at their career choices thanks to some young entrepreneurs. And a Generation Next is back. Tonight, a young entrepreneur shares her journey from a college dropout to a successful hair care line. We have the details when our news weekend returns. Welcome back, 80 high schoolers in Grand Bahama are now better positioned to make more practical career decisions once they graduate. It's the result of a networking opportunity which now focuses on their demographic. Five years ago, Felix Bow Jr. started a networking program for young professionals. Last year, he added the high school component, exposing these soon to be graduates to possible career opportunities.
2: The various panels, excuse me, are diverse, from the medical sector, oil, banking, finance, um, construction, farm, and all of the like, just a cadre of different professionals. So every school will be presented with an award and certificate for the participants, just so they would have completed this amount of hours in professional services. I think it's just important that these kids have the um, opportunity to see what, these, um, what is available in Freeport, what young persons like themselves are doing, and be sorry here at home. I've had the opportunity myself to travel abroad, making it a a point to invest in myself to see what is out there. So I wanted to make sure and bring the same opportunity back to these kids. The one-day
0: summit at the RAND Nature Center gave further employers, like the Bahamas National Trust, a chance to entice students to look at environmental conservation and protection as a career.
1: For years, we've supported youth programs, both um, internally, and um, we have education officers. We have a team that goes into schools, Um, We love to bring youth to take tours of the parks and learn about nature, and a part of what we like about this too is that we get to remind persons that there are futures and, and careers within the environmental field
0: it's the second time keys bahamas realty is participating coming off of last year partner Lang jones and her team gave it three students internship opportunities
4: it worked out be- it worked out beautifully and basically we keep up to date with all of our students we've mentored students from they were eight years old and now i have mentees that's graduated from the georgia southern university from the University of the Bahamas. And one of my mentees is now an adjunct and she's working in the Supreme Court. So we're excited about what mentoring does for our people.
0: General Manager for BTC North, Dominic Petty, is a proud second year participant who admits these students are a lot more interested in technology.
2: Technology changes and it's something that we could
3: uh, speak to the kids about uh, the change in technology, speak to the kids about the change in business and something that they can actually be prepared for, you know, as they go into um, their future endeavors.
0: And now to our Generation Next series, highlighting young Bahamans making a big impact in their respective fields. Tonight, the owner of Polka and Shy Care shares her journey as an entrepreneur in hair care. 26-year-old Grand Bahamian Alexis Aubrey has a passion for swimming and hair care. And as the natural ladies know, wash days can sometimes be a chore. Aubrey launched her hair care line in 2018 with the goal of making a simpler process.
4: We all know like as as natural um, hair care girls, we struggle with maintaining our curls and trying to just manage the hairstyle. But my... Brand makes it easier to maintain your natural hair. But how did this all come about?
0: Aubrey says while in college, she started to get a lot of compliments about the length and health of her hair. That's when she began her hair care research and created a small sample of
4: hair growth oils. Most of the things that I have um, inside my oils, a lot of people don't have. So um, I created this product and because of like... The expense of everything, um, it took, a, and it also took a long time for it to come, too, because I was getting it from different parts of the world. So I was only able to make 12. I made enough for 12 bottles.
0: And those bottles sold out, giving Aubrey the confidence she needed to move full speed ahead, especially as an unemployed college dropout.
4: I had a photo shoot with my products, and I made my Instagram page. And I honestly just started doing really well. So I know like a lot of businesses, when you first start, you don't do well. Like you don't see money, you don't see success for a very long time. But my mine is very different. I started off really high and I was doing really well for I wanna say like two to three, like mid. Like midway to the third year, that's when I started like just declining, declining, declining. But
0: that did not stop Albury's dream. In the meantime, she continued to put in the work and expand the products she carried in her line of hair care products.
4: I have a shampoo and I have a, a conditioner. And I have my one-step blow dryer brush, my hair oil, and I also now have coconut oil that you can use for anything. Her biggest challenge as an entrepreneur is enduring
0: the lowest moments of business and not making any sales. But she shares it was
4: her faith that kept her going. And having the faith and confidence in your company and your product to know that Yes, although we have no sales for this quarter, um, your product is going to make it. And we just, have to, we just have to
0: get by. Aubrey now caters to both the local and international markets. She's also a hairstylist and sells quality hair extensions for the naturals that love a protective style. Her advice to other aspiring young entrepreneurs, know that it's not a trend.
4: Just as much as being a pastor is a calling, being an entrepreneur is a calling because it's so much weight placed on you it's so much pressure it's it's it, there's always something to do people think that when you're an entrepreneur you you can have so much free time there is always there's never a downtime um but i would say if you really truly feel like this is your calling this is your passion this is what god has placed on your heart don't ever give up
0: On the other side of this break, our Danielle Miller walks you through the process of taking your vision from dream to reality. Plus, the winner of the Valentine's giveaway is revealed. Stick with us. Thanks for sticking with us. Have you jumped on the vision board bandwagon yet? Well, our very own Dania Miller confesses she's not the biggest fan, especially when it comes to events promoting the practice. But this year, she's on a mission to keep an open mind. In a recent chat with a friend, she's diving deep to unravel the mysteries behind these vision board shindings. I've
1: never really penciled in a vision board party on my social calendar. The idea of attending such events can be intimidating. You Can imagine the pressure of having your life goals neatly sorted out as you present yourself as nearly flawless in a room full of strangers? But hey, my perspective took a turn when I had a heart-to-heart with my dear friend, Charlie Thompson, who hosted her second annual Vision Board Brunch.
6: It will begin with persons reflecting on their year because while we're obviously Wanting to achieve things this year, I think it's important for us to realize all of the amazing things that we achieved in the year gone. So we start off with reflections and persons have the opportunity to interact with each other, talk about various things and we have different activities for them to really get into the zone before they begin actually doing these vision boards.
1: The mastermind behind Char's Mind picked the theme, Bet on Yourself this year. The guest speaker was none other than Daria Danielle, a social media influencer par excellence, whose journey into the world of content creation perfectly echoed the event's overall vibe.
6: I think she was so fitting for the topic of betting on yourself, because we know that she's a content creator in the Bahamas. This isn't a known profession here, and she's making a name for herself, Mm -hmm. and she quit a job to become a content creator. I think that's unheard of here in the Bahamas, and it's so admirable. So I think she was the best person to come in to talk to the person about how they should bet on themselves and believe in their goals
1: now the reason i've never really been thrilled about these events is the idea of sharing your vision board with a bunch of strangers in the room however charlie enlightened me about her perspective for her these events are all about embracing the act of sharing Her ultimate mission is to create a safe space where individuals can boldly dream, like myself, and says she finds ultimate joy guiding people toward achieving their goals.
6: Lots of times we don't actually achieve those goals because we don't have accountability. And I think accountability is so important and that's one thing that I really, really want to bring home when I host these events.
1: Reporting for R News, I'm Danielle Miller.
6: to
0: help you execute your weekend vision and plans. Meteorologist Ian McKinsey is... Thanks so much, Danielle. And now to help you execute your weekend vision and plans, meteorologist Ian McKinsey is back in the Weather Center with your extended weather forecast.
3: Thanks, Megan. Welcome back, everyone. Here's a look now at your extended forecast, where we have a broad area of high-pressure system across the area, this will begin to slide eastwards in response to a funnel system that is expected to make its way through our area Sunday, Monday. With this funnel system, we have a complex low pressure system and this system is expected to generate hazardous boating and beaching conditions when it pulls just to the northeast of us Tuesday through Wednesday. Take a look now at our boating forecast. We have a caution out there, mainly over Atlantic exposures, winds light. Tonight, becoming southerly at 10 to 15 knots ahead of that funnel system, seas 1 to 3 feet tonight, getting up to 6 feet offshore in those north to northeasterly swells. You can expect a low tide at 7.44 p.m. tonight, but a high tide at 2.21 a.m. tomorrow morning. Here's a look now at your national forecast. And in your extended forecast, you can expect a bump in those showers, and that is all courtesy of that frontal system as it makes its way towards us. Monday with some gradual clearing expected. However, Tuesday, another frontal system is expected courtesy of that complex low-pressure system. This should generate again windy conditions gusting up the possible gale force across the northwest Bahamas, so we're asking you, boaters to continue to monitor the progress of this system. Things should clear out Thursday into the weekend, so we're looking at lows getting down into the Mid to low 60s and even popping 50s here There we had an official low of about 56 at the airport this morning. Highs sticking around into the mid to low 70s. That's your wrapping evening forecast. Make it a great, safe, fun night everyone.
0: And now it's time to announce the very first winner of our Valentine's Our Love Story giveaway. Nine amazing fans have a chance at this week's surprise gift. Let's find out who our winner is. Gibbs. You have earned a fantastic prize, a special gift basket from our family at 700 Wines and Spirits and a gift card from our family at John Bull. Congratulations again to Sarah Gibbs. You will be contacted by our digital team about collecting your prizes. Happy Love Month to you and we hope you have an amazing day. But wait, the love doesn't end here. Make sure to stay tuned tomorrow evening as we reveal the next winner. Congratulations again to sarah gibbs and a huge thank you to all of our partners especially 700 wines and spirits and john bull and to all of our viewers pay attention our love could mean your luck thank you for joining us for our news weekend on behalf of the entire team i'm megan shepherd of a safe and wonderful evening